Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Also joining us is Alex. Hey, I'm Feather, still being tortured. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Evgeny. Hi, I am Argent, and I have opinions. Great. <laughs> and uh, also joining us, we have David. Uh, <laughs> I did change my profile picture to uh, to a blue one, so I'm kind of yeah. really weird on Discord. It is, like, it, I, it, it, yeah, I need people to know that Joff has had a orange profile picture forever. I can't deal. With you can't it. talk but, because. Yeah. What if we put that same image and it just in Photoshop, we just change it to Turn look it orange. orange? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Joshua and, um, or Josh. J of Wu. Uh, not David. Awesome. So we're doing more words of Brandon. Uh, for, if you're keeping track, I said last episode that we usually get through 10 pages of lobs and we didn't quite get through seven this time. So we're on pace for five love episodes no. so, but but yes. at least this time we didn't do five minutes of nonsense during the introduction <laughs> that's true that's so. a very efficient intro look, i so looking at the document we practically did seven pages yeah, like, yeah, yeah i know i know i know we got some spicy ones today. So let's go mm. head on over into WAB mode. So this one is from Questioner. You've said previously that the oath gates don't obey physical realm speed of light. Do they obey the speed of light in the cognitive realm? Or are they tapping into Excuse the spiritual me, realm? It says shades more in the question. Please I read that the question as is. <laughs> as, <laughs> the cognitive realm is not special. It should not have a special name when the other two do not. Um, or are they tapping into the spiritual realm shenanigans? Brandon, they are tapping into spiritual realm shenanigans. An elf caller is capable of creating something that can teleport you faster than the speed of light. Okay, sure. All right, cool. I don't, I don't know what that implies for causality. It breaks causality. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. any faster than light does that. That's, well, that's yeah. how it works. Mm -hmm. Yes, what I mean is, I don't know what like practically in like within the Cosmere. I don't know what that's gonna be a problem for you know i'm sure in the spiritual mm -hmm. realm it's fine <laughs> sure let's all go to the well, spiritual the, realm the open question why in the spiritual realm if all places and times are one that an else caller can only use that to go through space and not time you know and not time travel right you know like why would that be a different think about it because time say still exists it just doesn't matter <laughs> The present is still the present. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not It's not that it doesn't matter, right? Because, like, if you are trying, it is far less relevant because looking far into the future becomes more difficult than just, like, glimpsing sure. the next okay. few seconds of combat. And okay. so it's sure. not the time is irrelevant. It's just not as useful and as linear as it is in the physical yeah. realm. It's odd to me that he says that they're tapping into the spiritual realm shenanigans for the oath gates, and then and an else caller is capable of creating something. So he's like saying the same thing. I like the way I read the sentence. It sounds like he's saying like, "Oh, but this could be different." But it's the same. So it's, I guess it's just yeah. He's, oath gates are using like the same yeah, mechanic. I, I think for oath that's gates what he's saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm. That's how I'm reading it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I, and I think the reason you don't teleport through time in the spiritual realm is because Brandon doesn't want it to work that way. That's the real answer. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I guess old gates are FTL now. Yep. All right. Alex, why oh, don't you talk right. about uh, Hoyd's dating life? Your favorite? More dragons. Back to the dragon questions because the floodgates have been open. Brandon just answers questions about dragons constantly now. So yep. this is the new era. Can't year of the up. dragon. <laughs> We're actually coming up into the year of the dragon. Hello. Happy Lunar mm. New Year. Uh, question. We're getting Dragon says, Steel Prime this year then, right? There so there it's you go. very apt. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's all planned. Uh, is Hoyd secretly a dragon? Brandon says, Hoyd is not secretly a dragon, but he did date one once. <laughs> and the questioner, a different questioner, questioner two says, well, who was the dragon that Hoyd dated? And Brandon, I assume, gleefully raffoed this. I Yeah. That's an editorial note. It doesn't say that here, but I'm just going to assume there was glee in the raffo as it, as it occurred. That seems believable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty right, sure at the cost. Right. Oh, I know Brandon's not going to give that to us, but he should. <laughs> we deserve Frost. that. <laughs> I think at the con, this was like, like the question or two was like the next person in line. So they had some question in mind that they were going to ask. And as soon as Brandon <laughs> gave this answer, they like pivoted and were like, we need it. It, it, it was within we pull like that thread. five questions, like maybe within three questions. Yeah, definitely. I think that previous sequence of lift dragon wobs, uh, I think some questioners adjusted what their question was going to be. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good idea, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think cultivation that seems unlikely. No. Her list of I, options is small. Although, didn't he say that Cultivation doesn't like him that much? Maybe they're exes. True. And she is <laughs> called Slammer, so maybe he has some personal she insight. He calls her Slammer. Well, then even more personal insight. <laughs> well, I think there's also a line of like, there's only one woman here near my age and she never cared for me. Oh, maybe that's it. Mm. Okay. I don't remember I, I what think the, the line is. I remember what you're talking about. I don't know if we remember the line well enough. Mm. I feel like I remember the line because well there's enough. room there for for spice. Oh, what research break? Research break. I think there's only one of those around these parts, and she and I never did get along. Mm. Ah, there you. I'm go. right. Never did get along. So I think that it's not cultivation. Mm-hmm. Probably Despite not. the slammer thing, yeah. Uh, I guess we know two dragons. <laughs> That's or no, three, three, three. Sorry, three dragons. Cultivation, mm-hmm. Frost, and Isis. Isis, yeah. That is oh, yeah. the yep. complete list of dragons. There's also we... Zapinus, um, but I don't know if he they actually exist. In the I yeah, I don't know if Zapinus is canonical. Where is this from? Yeah, who's that? I forgot. From the logo of Dragon Steel. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> the name of the dragon in the logo, which Brandon suggested, and no one, everyone rolled their eyes. So he's taking that as confirmation. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Zabinus being the name, like he wanted to give to one of his children. <laughs> Oh wow! Did not he, wasn't, he wasn't serious. That's uh-huh. why people uh-huh. were. But gotcha. some people thought he might have been because <laughs> fantasy like, oh. authors. Yeah, it's it's oh, when people yeah. asked him what he was going to name his kids, he called them Zabinus, and they're like, um, okay. "Are you joking? Gosh. Are you not joking? I'm not sure." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's, it's got to be a different dragon, right? Probably, <clears throat> maybe. I guess we'll maybe see someday. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Hoy does appear to be straight. So probably a female dragon. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Brand- yeah I, don't, I don't think Brandon would make Hoy pan as he should. Yeah, yeah. pan Hoy would be good. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I'm just thinking about the previous dragon mobs in the last episode, how they have a dragon form and a human form. And so I guess that would be like you you would still have like a female dragon form and a female human form, right? Like yeah, so prob- he would, probably wouldn't. He was probably not even a monster. F- <laughs> <laughs> That's going to have to be believed. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, I mean, okay. that, that sounds about it for that one, really. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, our questioners are relentless. Which dated a dragon? Has Wit also dated a shard? Nice. Uh, and Brandon says, Wit has dated someone who wasn't a shard at that point, but at some point in the future became a vessel for a shard of Adenauzi. And the Wit Teravangian fic is really getting, getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just like young know hot Teravangian. Who dated race? You know, I somebody must have dated race. No one right? in their right mind. <laughs> I didn't race say has had like... to be in their right mind. That's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if someone married Lynn Devar, someone could marry Mary Grace. Yep. <laughs> maybe i mean I, I i guess this is technically fuel for cultivation that's a good point yeah. that's a valid point i feel like we've got we've pulled our textual evidence on yeah, that one yeah yes. yes. the research break paid off yes <laughs> it's like i could see endowment given her reaction to him mm, that's yeah. true actually i do kind of like the endowment yeah. x's vibe mm. <laughs> Ooh, like maybe even endowment who expected hoyd to ascend and is a little bit bitter about like you had your chance at godhood yeah and I, you I kind of dig choice, that you know? maybe yeah. there's a little bit of the energy there maybe they were together and then she chose a shard and he didn't and they're like okay well that sucks for you i guess like mm-hmm. yeah i'll i'll go with uh edgley yeah sure edgley i, I don't know it. i'm i'm never sure how to pronounce that name i go with edgley, edgley. Edgley. <laughs> Edgley. I'm really hoping that Stormlight 5, we get like an epigraph from another shard writing to Hoyd that's like mm-hmm. angry X <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> All right. Let's um, move on to Lego Mistborn. All right, buckle up. Aether's interests seem to take over their host aggressively, probably without the host's permission, whereas we see in the Lost Metal that with Twin Soul, it's more willing. Is this related and how to the corruption of Aether's on Lumar? And Brandon says, yeah, it is related. You have the main Aether planet, which we just named. And he kind of goes on and he says that um, Kalyani and Rahul helped her to name it. Um, there's some some beta readers and friends of his for a long time. And uh, they've been helping him do the world building for that. And the name, he says, is Dahartri, something like that. That's how we've got it uh, transcribed here. Brandon kind of stumbled over the pronunciation. I think he said it a few different ways. Um, <laughs> I think there's an extra R in there. I think it's it supposed be. to be like, like not Hatri. the Hatri, but like the H needs to be uh, like breathy. 
like like a long a h silent mm. like da tree dart tree sorry sorry for if you're from india and you're this is this is uh yes grinding yeah but anyways um, feel free to correct regardless brandon says uh on the main planet so the idea here is they're very formalized how you interact with the aethers but on some other planets not just the mar aethers have gone um that are not connected to the main set of them on the main planet um, and so what's going on on lumar is directly related to how that separation happened so the answer is a long-winded yes. So that means that there's other strains, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think the Lumarian ones are unique. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they well, might be unique in like how feral they are. Sure, yes, mm -hmm. yeah. But I don't think they are but the only non-main strain. Yeah. Versions, yeah. Yeah, which like if you're going to have like two strains of Aethers, like it makes sense to do more. Yeah. Like not like half a dozen maybe top end so you have the you have the prime aethers on daughtry we'll go with that aether um, homeworld <laughs> aether homeworld and then from there there's they're kind of spreading around like other copies of them somehow or ending up in other places other i wonder if the ones maybe i wonder if the ones on so it's interesting that there are all 12 on lumar like do they are there 12 everywhere that they go do yeah. all 12 go um and then i guess my other thought is are they all the same doing like the spore kind of thing like lumar or are they going to manifest in way different ways i think it can manifest in whatever way brandon finds is cool mm -hmm. i've always thought that the spores are unique to lumar and how things work yeah. there because the like the source of the ethers is like not necessarily the spores themselves but the the moons that they're all dropping from is where like, they're like are... generating these ether spores. Yeah. That. Yeah. Which like there are core aethers on the moons that are feral in some way. Mm -hmm. that, and like, that's what like spore eaters are like communing with basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Communing. They, they're offering water to the moon. Sounds so bonkers when you just say it as, as, as one does. You know. <laughs> Completely accurate, yeah. though. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, describe Cosmere magic in five words. It just sounds totally <laughs> insane. It's like, ah, oh, you know, you have the captain of the ship, and she gives water to the moon. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, sure. Yeah. She she <laughs> ate some spores, and now she offers water to the moon. Yeah. The moons be haunted, yo. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested at the mythology and like what events happened with these aethers. Like that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. The dark yeah. aether. The dark aether. It's taken over the homeworld. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Use the Falchion says, have we met the Admiral of the Night Brigade or the family of said Admiral before? Brandon, the Admiral of the Night Brigade is the protagonist of the unnamed Threnody novel. You've not met her yet. I didn't say hero on purpose. I said protagonist. But when I write the Night Brigade novel, it'll probably just be called the Night Brigade. She's the protagonist. And yeah, continuity chains are very involved in that story if I ever get around to writing it. So uh, this is what I had thought. And I think this is fantastic that the Admiral is going to be that protagonist. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And I <laughs> really want that novel, I think, more than Nightblood. I am surprised, pleasantly, mm -hmm. but surprised that it is the same person. 
I would not have expected, you know, a character from a setting such as the setting of like, it's not even Shadows of Science of Horrors of Hell. It's like however many generations before people. Oh, I I guess, I guess this could be taking. Yeah, I guess it's going to happen now back. Yeah, yeah, because they want to retake the, the homeland. Yeah. But I did always assume they were going by boat, which is maybe why she's an admiral. Yeah, right? I think like that's they have why. a navy, yeah. they're going yeah, and so they like get wrecked. spaceships. Which we in know her life span, she went from ships to spaceships. Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising to me. Well, you know, uh, I guess but, there's just a bunch of people leaving Threnody on weird spaceships. So sure, what's another one? Sure, and yeah. what's another immortal in the cosmere? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And I guess also she could have like gotten some kind of life extension, yeah, however. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not that she went from ships to spaceships over the course of like 50 years or whatever, but over the course of 200 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you can order shades around, you'd be like, go to Nalthus. Hey, give me your breath. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess I will. <laughs> There's ways to get immortality in the Cosmere if you need it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Once you're Cosmere aware. Yep, so I love to see it, and I, and I, in fact, would love to see it. Next question. Questioner asks, Nobad was able to overcome his torment. Would someone else be able to do something similar using soul stamps? Brandon, yes, this is theoretically possible. Soul stamps are one of the easiest ways to play with spiritual DNA and spirit webs and stuff like that. So, yeah. That seems sensible. There you go. Mm-hmm straightforward yes we like that yeah so the idea here is you're just sort of stamping over the tor- you're like making the torment not be itself itself not you're be. not like actually like leeching it off somehow you're just sort of yeah, it, covering it up either that or like adding like some sort of like circumventing to yeah, it um, changing your soul so you don't have a torment stuff like yeah. that because the torments or are like warping of the soul, right? So you're mm, tricking yeah. it. Or like changing what the torment does. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Into something like more helpful. I, I, I think there's like a lot of different things you could do at that point. Rather than what Sigzil does, which is just negate it. Sure. He is not curing it, right? But he is mitigating it severely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and using soul stamps would be just getting rid of it for as long as the soul stamp is holding. Get rid of or do mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this thing. All right, Alex. <laughs> Alex, for this next one, do you want to give some background as to what uh, as to why this this question would be asked, or do you well, want to read, read it first? the question first? Okay. Sure. This is this is a question about a prominent theory in the fandom. <laughs> I would say I, I don't even know if the the person who was asking it was aware of that theory. By the way. Maybe which makes know. it a prominent theory in the fandom if like yeah. multiple people are coming multiple up with the same people. thing yeah. independently. You could say okay. there are little horde links and they're all over the fandom. Yeah. In fact. Um because Brandon actually does go into why people might think this. So okay. the questioner asks, Is Mraze a sleepless? And Brandon says, Mraze is not a sleepless, despite the scar. Uh, sometimes it may be something I use to indicate someone is a sleepless. That It's an excellent question, but I can go ahead and let you know Maurice is not a sleepless. I'm glad somebody asked that because I realize now if I ever give a scar to somebody, they're like, oh, that means sleepless, but not always. Sometimes scars just mean you've been in a lot of fights. Um, 
the reason I'm reading this question is a I freaking love Mraze so much, um, and also I hated this theory because I love Mraze so much and I don't want him to be a bunch of bugs. So uh, Are yeah, a bunch of getting bugs not this hot to you, Alex. No, I think Mraze is very attractive because my taste is bad, but less so if he's a simulacrum of a person that is a lot of bugs. That's not as much my vibe as just a guy who's very sinister and happens to have a very scarred face. I will say, Brandon says here, despite the scar, as though Mraze only has one. Mraze actually does have lots of scars. Um, Yeah. I think his introduction says his face is like crisscrossed with scars, but I'm guessing Brandon's thinking of, he has one very prominent scar that deforms his lip that gets mentioned a few times. Um, Cause I'm not like very aware of all of the physical descriptors <laughs> of mice from these books. Oops. You sure you don't want to go on a research break real quick? <sighs> I, don't I don't think she to. Needs- They're yeah. already all in my head. I remember where they all are. You she know? doesn't need it's- to. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Maurice so much. Very good. Uh, he was sleepless yes. and he would be immortal. And then you wouldn't have to ever worry about him dying. He could be in the space age Cosmere. And now he's probably not. I mean, may, there's. we just talked about there's many ways to get immortality <laughs> in the Cosmere. You know? He's like get world hoppery chain. type. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's, yeah. Other, there's other ways. But yeah, not a bunch of bugs. Love that. Ooh. Now we can't but tease yes. you with bug maze theories. There was a good year honestly where like i was just whenever anybody mentioned maraise and i was in the conversation somebody would bring up rug maraise because you they were forced to espouse that. it actually surely that is true there is a backstory that i was coerced to give my support for this theory despite it being my least favorite ever so coerced I'm so glad it's dead. I'm so glad yeah. it's dead. Oh, wow. Maze is yeah. just a person. Anyway, Ooh. so that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Bug Maze. Bug Maze. No more. Yeah. Yeah. Ding Bug dong. Maze. Theory's dead. Dating back to December 2022. <laughs> also, I feel like lots of people associate this theory with Punny, and Punny is who I heard it from. But I think Punny has said... Uh, he was not the original person who came up with this idea. I don't recall who was. But. Yeah, that's that's how it works in the fandom. Uh, yeah. If you are a big name, like people ping me periodically about cell phones, and I'm like, that's I just think I just signal boosted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm too yeah. dumb to come up with Your something. Cell phone clever. is too strong. You boost them. The signal. <laughs> I, I actually did have a few people when this wob dropped, like messaged me on the side who had like sort of forgotten what my relationship with this theory was and were like, I'm so sorry that the theory is not is dead. And I was like, what are you talking about? I won. And they're like, oh, didn't you like that? And I was like, no, I hated this theory. It we was just my gas- nemesis. We just gaslit enough people to make it exactly <laughs> that you liked it. Somehow feathers related to the bug maze theory, but it's like, yeah, I mean, to be fair, if their logic is, feather liking theory it's probably because feather (laughs) is trash in some way so it's like it it makes sense that's fair yeah fair logic yeah 
I'm not against like the idea of a sleepless being hot. I just don't. I just don't want that to be part of how I find Marie's hot. You know, these are different categories. I don't want them to overlap. Thank you. It's it's like it's like recycling. You have different you put different trash in different exactly the different trash in the different bins. Yeah, keep your trash organized. (laughs) Uh, Harem's very interesting. (laughs) all right let's go to a very different sort of question speaking of trash let's not do any more trash oh i'm still here so yeah yeah. Uh, well let's go somewhere else where there are no bugs and no rays sounds terrible ms iverl nailed it Mm, silver. What's that backwards? Revism. No. Name on the screen. <laughs> Sorry, audio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> M-S-Y-V-E-R-W. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Says. So what's up with Canticle? Uh, you've got the sunlight. It appears to be invested. And then the planet's core is trying to suck it up. And you know... Where does it go after that? And, uh, and and Brandon understands the confusion and says, yeah, uh, Akentika was built for a very specific purpose by a very powerful being in the Cosmere that I will sometime get to, someday get to. You are going to see more stuff like this. Basically, megastructures that imitate planets or other sort of heavenly bodies. And... A random face smash of letters says, <laughs> so it's not like some avatar of autonomy or something like that. And Brandon says, it's not an avatar of anything. It was built for a specific purpose. Yes. Just wait until I get to the grand apparatus. You're going to love that. Oh, what was that voice that talked about a future Cosmere planet? Hmm, weird. He was so pleased to name drop this. He was this. so coy. <laughs> like, he was just like, tee. Oh, Brandon. It definitely reminds me of the, oh, Patchy's a shard. Tee. This is what I want to give up in this tour. Yeah. Um, it had definitely had that energy. Mm-hmm. A grand apparatus. <laughs> Definitely gives invention vibes because yeah. unfortunately Brandon's like invention's a science shard, uh, virtuosity's the art shard, even though that's boring. <laughs> it's boring, um, Brandon. <laughs> well, there, there's also like what we see in in Canticle also has kind of a similar. Oh, this is uh, a, a machine of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's an interesting part of this, too. I think Canticle was built by Odium because he's the Void and Canticle sucks the light. Because Canticle I, sucks. <laughs> I, will, I will agree that Canticle sucks, yes. It's very interesting, Canticle, like if the core is trying to absorb Investiture and like it's sent somewhere else. To this being, yeah. but like I don't, I don't know if it's sent anyone else. I think it's just like because it is like this super dense investiture core. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, do, I don't understand why they're doing this. You know, like <laughs> yeah, big battery. 
like a big investiture refinery or something and so like it's a thing where a shard would go back and be like hey now i'll take all this investiture and now i can use it yeah you got all these reserves packed in a way by the core of the planet yeah that doesn't have to be invention-y necessarily necessarily like grand apparatus did maybe you know it's possible what he was up to Aiden Nelson will remember our play eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and come back to claim his investiture. Yeah. It sucks that like of all the planets in the Cosmere that these Thrinodites could have ended up on, they went to the science the deadly science experiment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not even a planet. Yeah. What did OG Zellian what was he thinking? Like, really, this <laughs> is the best much. planet you could find? What, what if OG Zellian is like an agent of that charge who sent them? It's like, yeah, mm, this yeah. this is where we're going to bring them. Avatar of Invention. Woo. Yeah. No, be- because you don't you don't want people on your science experiment. I mean, maybe that shard's like, ah, they'll probably die. This place sucks. Maybe they're kind of helpful to it. You know, like putting yeah. worms in your compost. You <laughs> 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 like need a little spice humans of just die occasionally and become sun hearts. No, like they just, they just slightly get increasing of the effectiveness. Yeah. It, it is like it, it makes it brings more light to why the scadrians are there like studying it. Like it's not just like, oh, we are playing it. But this is they probably are aware that like a shard did something here yeah. and i or guess it doesn't have speculated. to be a shard but i i'm gonna say shard yeah. until proven otherwise it's a very powerful being like what if an aether did it <laughs> yeah that's yeah mechanical contraptions very much like aether vibes look you don't know how powerful the prime aethers are <laughs> no but they are very like natural elements type of stuff i feel I like know. I don't know, man. They they built twelve moons over a planet in a weird arrangement. What more do you want? Maybe it's like a um, like a Death Star kind of thing. Like they're gonna they're gonna move this thing somewhere else and like suck all the investiture off of somebody else's planet after they've tested it. Maybe it's like a test case <laughs> for bringing a thing like this to Taldane because Taldane's sun's invested, right? Mm-hmm. True. Maybe it's like a it's, a it's a working concept. I don't know why this sunlight would be invested. <laughs> like, who invested the sunlight? Is that just Aiden Alcium stuff? That's probably Aiden Alcium stuff. And maybe a shard built the planet to do this. Because because if you were a shard and you made both the star and the planet, like, why are you doing any of this? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, there there is a there's a thing where. You know, shards are are not really truly infinite. They can only do so much. And so you can like set this up to collect some of your investiture for later use. And you can go somewhere else in the Cosmere and do other things and know that there is a place you can fall back to where there's a bunch of your power that's mm-hmm. waiting for you. It's basically converting like, yes, you have access to infinite investiture theoretically, but like conceptually you can only control so much and this is just slowly converting that conceptual infinity into investiture you are aware of in control i just had kind of a thought and that's what if and i don't mean to say that this is like necessarily links the planet to skadriel but what if this is the same kind of mechanics as like storing a metal mind 
for a long period of time that a shard is then planning on coming back and using for like a shardic version of compounding sort of a thing. Oh, wow. But like okay. you need to put the investiture into the metal mind that is the core of the planet. It's a so giant that someday you can come back. Exactly. Like that kind of a thing where like it needs to be stored in a way to turn it into something more later. I just don't know if I don't think shards would need something like compounding necessarily, because I think compounding is mostly a hack to access preservation's power in a weird, infinite way in like a weird way. And a shard could just like do the thing. Right. Hmm. Like it. I don't know. I I, I like I, I want it to be a pure hunk of nicrosil. It's just super invested. <laughs> hmm. Or probably a god metal, more likely. Probably a god metal, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the planetary mechanics of the core of Canticle? Shrug. <laughs> Shrug emoji. Yeah. Shrug. Josh, do you want to take this next question also yeah, about so the Grand Apparatus? Move on to the Grand Apparatus. What? This is another one of these great questions where the questioner is like, I found a new question I'm going to ask today. <laughs> Uh, Strife Lover says, what is the Grand Apparatus? And Brandon says, the Grand Apparatus is a reference to a planet in the Cosmere you haven't seen yet that is completely, it's very obviously constructed for a certain purpose. By the way, um, he says this is not necessarily um, the canonical name. He, it might, it probably will be, but he has to Google it and make sure that somebody else doesn't have it copyrighted or something. Like um, Silverlight. And, like Silverlight. Uh, but anyway, so there's that change. aside. He didn't change, but he just waited for Silverlight to die, and Brandon's like, die, "I'm yeah. still here." <laughs> it worked. He waited it out. Outlived it. So the Grand Apparatus is Microsoft software, clearly. <laughs> it's Windows. Forgotten it's actually just Windows. It's, it's a Windows-sized planet. Yeah. The Earth is actually the Cosmere, and the Earth turns into the Grand Apparatus. So I think there's like a song that's named Grand Apparatus. <laughs> Um, but most of like the top results are now Cosmere. So, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Winning. I, I think Brandon's good. I think mm. Brandon's good. I mean, it's a sweet name. And, and mm-hmm. also in the state of Sanderson, he listed the Grand Apparatus as like a name of a book. Yeah. There you go. So, Although that could easily be a placeholder, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. I think it's a great name for a book. That's a great name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Place names very common for book titles. Yeah. It's so it's constructed for a certain purpose. I don't think we have any clues on what that certain purpose is because we've not seen it. Because we don't know anything this, about it. This is the most we've learned. This is the first we've heard of the grand apparatus. Yeah. This is all the grand apparatus stuff that you know. You're up to speed, <laughs> everyone. It's a giant computational yep. engine for all we know. Mm-hmm. Something. It does sound invention-y, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, do we have any other Grand Apparatus thoughts? Like, there's not a whole lot we can do other than yeah. probably invention, I feel like. That's about it. I was going to make the wild, like, stab that, like, he's writing about, he's talking about dragons. Maybe it's a dragon thing, but I don't, like, I can't imagine dragons making planet, side planet, planet things. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like, I mean, I don't believe this for a minute, but, like, <laughs> If I were to combine, oh, Brandon's blabbing about dragons and Brandon's blabbing about the grand apparatus. And like, if I'm, if I'm looking for a way to combine these two, one of them is mech dragons, which I don't think the Cosmere will go. 
but the other one is I'm reminded of like those dragons that are like not true dragons, oh, yeah, like, like the, the more animalistic yeah. lizardly. Oh, yeah. the dragon riders. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. And so I'm like, is there a version of this where like there's a planet that either contains the grant apparatus or the grant apparatus is the planet or whatever? It's like some kind of a mega structure that's like an observational facility or like a prison or a study thing for these Drakelings. But like, that's, I don't know how any of that could like that. That's literally me just like, here's an idea. Here's an idea. How can I fit these two together? I wonder if there's a, there could also be something like somebody makes a planet that is the grand apparatus and then you have like a dragon who is supposed to supervise it like are the dragons supposed to be because they are very long-lived and they have these like communication abilities sort of with their underlings like are the the dragons sort of like yeah put in charge of supervising this planet that is a machine sort of a thing and i'm getting a little bit of like zeiss and his research station on Mm -hmm. lumar vibes Mm -hmm. out of that interesting interesting and rounding out these megastructure questions we have Alamancer Sam asking is there a shard hiding out in canticles core and that's a raffo so I think I think shard battery that yeah. I take shard battery and I raise you shard pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where the shard who wants to hide and survive is. I mean, I do think we made that joke on the Sunlit Mad episodes that oh, it's just damn. like is the core. <laughs> it's just damn. like, hey, I'm here. Could be a shard. I did not watch that one. So this is an original joke. (laughs) I like it. Well, the Pokeball thing we didn't say. But, you know, if if you need a gemstone for an unmade, maybe you need a really big gemstone for a shard, and maybe it needs to be a planet size, you know? Think think Mm -hmm, about it, mm -hmm. right? I thought you were going to say it's upgraded from a battery to like a capacitor. So, like, maybe (laughs) there's some reason to like large quantities of investiture really, really fast. Maybe a shard has trouble with. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. There might be there might be a being there. Like like there's Pagi on Sure. For I mean that much investiture is probably gonna become sentient at some point. That's terrifying. <sighs> my my so the thing with that is that I'm not sure like I would say that this investiture is like constantly in motion, right? Because you are constantly absorbing more. And yeah. and my intuition is that it's it's like it, it it's like you you are constantly mixing the dough right and you're you're adding more and so there's not enough time for it to like settle and develop into anything because you're constantly churning it. Hmm. Shardic egg. It trying to make a baby shard. <laughs> well, it's kind of like it. the storm father giving making other spread and it's a baby shard. Hmm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> not quite what I was going for, but maybe. I'm I'm just Unclear. saying that we have a example of investiture beings reproducing, so to speak, Make, making so, other investiture you know, beings. Yeah, why you wouldn't just splinter yourself? I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe it's like maybe it's like a shard like it's eight analysium stuff in the sun okay 
And this other mm-hmm. shard is making an egg. And so it's charging the egg with adenalcium stuff. And what the shard's going to mm-hmm. do is imprint itself onto that adenalcium stuff. So you have like a second shard that you're not using your power to. It's adenalcium stuff. So it's an it doesn't even need to be adenalcium. It could just be some other shard that you are now co-opting their investiture in yeah. making a baby with it. It's true. I guess it sure doesn't babies. even make sense to have adenalcium investiture still. Like it probably doesn't no, make any sense. I think so. It doesn't. It's all colored in different shards. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. All of Adenalsium's investiture was assigned to one of the shards. That yeah, is where yeah, 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 like yeah. it the sun could have been Adenalsium's before yeah. the shattering, but sure, sure. someone else's. Uh, allocated to somebody, but it might not have been allocated to the person to whoever built the planet. Nice. That is true. Yeah. How you doing, Alex? <laughs> You know, sometimes it's just head empty, no thought. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to talk about your favorite subject. Sprint? Uh, yeah, briefly. Skybreakers. Oh. Skybreakers. <laughs> this question was asked by a very, very, very young fan. Ooh. And Brandon tried to engage them in conversation, and I don't think it went well. It oh. felt very awkward watching this. <laughs> the questioner asked, like, I was wondering if the Skybreakers armor spren, what spren are they? Brendan, well, do you have any guesses? Questioner, Storm Spren. Brandon, no, not Storm Spren. Good guess. Any other guesses? And then it was like a very long pause of no. No. Um, <laughs> and before Brandon just like just answered the question, which is gravitation spren. We're going with gravitation spren for them. So you should see some little hints of that in future books. And this isn't too much of a spoiler because we will be releasing all of these when the RPG comes out because you got to know how to get your armor when you play the RPG. Sure. Mm-hmm. Gravitation Spren yeah. and Skybreakers. In terms of this being about it. Skybreakers, not really the most interesting <laughs> sort of conceptually. Yep. Don't worry, I'm sure the yeah. next question will be right up your alley. Oh boy. I don't love this question. Or like the I I don't like this answer. Because like because like gravitation is one of the surges, and it's also shared with so like wind spren, purely a windrunner thing. Gravitation spren is shared with windrunners between windrunners and skybreakers, and yet it's the skybreaker. Yeah. I'm like Gra- gravitation in general feels like an odd concept to have gotten a spren in general I guess mm-hmm. in my head like like we think like how often do humans think about the wind versus how often do humans think about the force of gravity that's being <laughs> exerted on this object sort of you know uh, but I guess it's fine Clearly, gravitation. I'm looking for the exists, electromagnetic though. spren. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, he's light spren exist. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We know there are bind spren that are attracted to adhesion, gravitation, gravitation, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. one of them gets uh, to be a plate spren. I'm like, you know, oh, like I don't know Christ. how well these are going to work for all ten I mean, of these. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, you that's... could also see like. The um, edge dancers getting life spren, mm-hmm. whereas like they share regrowth, which is kind of the like lifey power between two orders. You know, it's the one that does plants and healing and stuff. 
it's just weird because they are shared and so it, it makes it a little yeah muddy, I, I guess so. like life's friend just seem more generic than just they're not progressions friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay fair sure I gravitation just like it feels very on the nose they are all like human made names though I, to me i guess it's like i don't know it's kind of arbitrary that it, the sprint are named the same thing as the surge exactly yeah falling down spren because like mm. fun fact the force of gravity is attributed to several different types of spren ground spren gravity spren and then gravitation spren which might all be the name for the same thing in which case should have named ground spren i would be 90 percent less yeah annoyed. Ground sprint does feel like a better name for nothing like having more, your skybreakers be have yeah. ground spread. <laughs> Weird your... for skybreakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun dichotomy. Yeah. What is the broken sky if not the ground? <laughs> fair point. It's fair point. It's actually Teldane. Um <laughs> it's a broken sky. Deep cut. Okay. Nice. I like that. I wonder if like approaching this from a surge perspective is the wrong way to approach things cuz like else colors are logic spread, right? And that you, you can't you can't tap like attach logic spread to either of the else color surges. Sure. But you may be able to attach the like the armor spread to the radiant spread that is associated with that order. And so yeah, okay, honor sure. spread to win spread, sure. that makes sense. And mm -hmm. so I think the, mm -hmm. the, the interesting question here is, well, can we relate high spread to sure. uh, gravitation spread in some way? And I, I don't know that because we have high barely seen so any weird. high spread and we haven't yeah. seen any gravitation spread really. So, like, But that is like another way to tackle the high spread, you know, yeah, they like got gravity they vibe, and gravity is kind of like a spacey concept. Uh, sure, this <laughs> is pretty weak, but yeah, like I see where we're going here. I mean, you know, high spread are just such a weird type of spread that I don't really have a firm grasp on them. So, yeah, because mm -hmm. they don't like to talk to people. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're very elitist. Yeah, they're assholes. So they are, except for Ox, who except is for awesome. Ox. Hell and yeah. also did. Well, yeah, well, you're not going to be yeah, talking. Sometimes you get nicer when you're dead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. So, so the annoying parts are what got burned away. <laughs> oh, oh, yikes. <laughs> Which was his personality. <laughs> <laughs> like, which we know. Like, that's most of what got burned away. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Alex, you want to save us and go to a great question that you'll love? Uh, yeah, let's see. Um, so we have uh, from Questioner again. Uh, suppression <laughs> Fabrials. They don't work above the fourth ideal for Radiance, but they work on all Fused. Why? Brandon says, Fused have, in general, a smaller amount of investiture or access to a smaller amount of investiture than a Radiant of those oaths. That's the dividing line that you can use to figure that out. Okay. Cool. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. I think that makes mm -hmm. sense. And it also works yeah. with the idea that Kaladin was 
close to the fourth ideal at the start of Rhythm of War. And so his abilities were not fully suppressed. And that's mm -hmm. kind of playing into the idea that, yes, ideals are discrete kind of progression steps, but you don't go from you know, ideal three to ideal four, you progress gradually yeah. between ideals. And so yeah. your stormlight efficiency gradually increases. Uh, and so there are steps, but there's a path between those. Yeah. Steps. They're not completely mm -hmm. quantized. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that. That's good. <laughs> and like fused, like they... They're not like, like, like electrons. <laughs> they can mm. have... Like they can get more void light and stuff, but at any given time, I feel like they. I mean, this yeah, works with the way like heavenly ones can't do the multiple lashings to go super speed the way that radiance can. Yeah, mm -hmm. like they do feel like they have just slightly more baked in limits um mm -hmm. even if a lot of times they talk about like oh well we have a greater understanding of our surges yeah. whereas radiance can kind of like move along the spectrum of how much of their powers they're using yeah it's the the skill versus power dichotomy that crops mm -hmm. up a lot in brennan's works but this is also like reminiscent of copper clouds and allomancy and it being a matter of power to pierce, sure, to pierce them, them. Yeah. sure mm-hmm mm-hmm Alomancer Sam comes back with a second question uh, asking, as of the Lost Metal, is Kelsier alive enough that Hoyt can't hurt them anymore? Uh, and this is a paraphrased question and a paraphrased answer. And Brandon says, um, yes, Hoyt would have trouble hurting him in his current state. Sorry, Alex. Mm -hmm. Hoyt will not be the one to punch Kelsier. Anymore. Unfortunately, no I mean, more. I enjoyed it immensely when it did happen. It was very so. enjoyable to have Floyd. I will, as a as a Kelsier Stan. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for Hoyd to be able to do that for once. You know, the bastard versus bastard energy in that scene is that's great. It's I love great. that. It's actually a little bit interesting to me, sort of realizing in hindsight that. Hoyd had not figured out he could beat the hell out of a cognitive shadow before meeting Kelsier. <laughs> like, surely he's met a cognitive shadow he's wanted to punch before. Especially because he's right? been on Roshar for a long time, right? Like, right? <laughs> like there's the cognitive shadows all over the place. He actually tried this on and was like, oh, wait, I can hurt you. So I think most of the time where like he's interact like on Roshar, when he would be interacting with those cognitive shadows, they're in bodies. Yeah. Mm. So like that's the they're alive enough that like he Soul can't thing. do anything. Yeah. Like he's I don't think he's rocking up on Braze and talking to them in like floating investiture forms, whatever whatever oh. life is like on Braze, we don't Sounds know. Great. I just figure he travels through Shadesmar a lot. Like you gotta Bunch run Spren into ones. cognitive shadows yeah, sometime, mm, right? I think Spren might be distinctive enough from cognitive shadows for the purposes of this thing. Maybe. Because yeah. like a Spren is yes, it is still made of investiture, but it like this is its life form. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh I think it might be an interesting question about whether Hoyt can punch dead eyes. 
Can mm. Hoyd punch Ox's corpse? Let's go. <laughs> How much can we mutilate Ox? Poor Ox is now getting all of the worst theory, theorization about what we can do with his corpse. Yikes. Nice. He's a unique circumstance in the Cosmere. And he's not around to complain, so, you know. <laughs> Eesh. All right. So the next one questioner asks, uh, you talked about how Hoyd would never want to go near Nightblood. If he were to be, if he were to be in a proximity of Nightblood, would he be like a force push away? Like he wouldn't be able to get close to him. And Brandon says, no, he would not. He, no, he would not want to touch it. Um, so the thing about Nightblood is Hoyd's one of the few who knows exactly how dangerous the thing is. And beyond that, um, Hoyd depends on his, uh, the memories he has stored in his breath and that would be one of the first things that would get sucked by Nightblood if he were to pick it up. So uh, he would not want to touch Nightblood. Uh, he might lose centuries, and this is a big deal to Hoyd. So yes, he could theoretically pick up Nightblood. He just wouldn't. Uh, it would just be more disastrous and more quickly for him than it would be for others. Yeah, I don't know if I understand the premise of the question that it's yeah. like some electromagnetic like push away. Like that yeah, doesn't make any I sense to me. Know where that's coming from? Like um, it, it was always pretty obvious that it's like. Uh, it's going to be really dangerous and eat your it's messenger. But yeah. like, I like yeah. the memory mm -hmm. description. Like Hoyd would, mm -hmm. yeah. he likes being in charge of his faculties quite a lot as it happens. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. Yep. If only there were someone who had messed with Hoyd's memories that he keeps in his breaths. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would suck, wouldn't it? For sure. <laughs> be real bad for him, huh? Yeah, yeah. Would. <laughs> that would be a little problematic. Cool. This next question, how many different types of aviar are there and what do they all do? Just this is just going to list all like 16 <laughs> well, or 30 actually, of them. Actually, Thung Skull. <laughs> <laughs> the book of AVR. <laughs> I got it on me, actually. Brandon, this is a raffo because I haven't even decided yet. What I decided is that there are dozens upon dozens of different kinds of AVR. So what that tells me is I don't want to nail down what all of them do, because if I do, then I might need one for a story in the future. So this is kind of a how a sausage is made sort of thing. It is on a magic system like this where I'm saving to maybe talk about it more in the future. I don't nail things down when I need to write an entire series. It's something something I often will nail everything down. But when there are as many AVR as there potentially are, I'm not going to do that. So you may imagine powers that may come to exist in the future, but I'm not going to tell you what they all are. So that basically means to me that uh, whatever magical effect that you can list in the Cosmere, there easily could be an AVR that does that. Just like yep. straight up. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, that's it's, fine. Brandon's going to write a thing and it's like, okay, um, here's the magical effect. Like, yeah, sure. There's an AVR for that. Yeah. rather than like coming up with a set of rules and like this is yeah these are the rules for this system that i'm using for this series yep. so like yeah. very regimented which I, I i like that he does both yep. there's probably gonna be an upper cap on like i'm having a hard time believing that there might be like an alimentic atium avr that seems a little busted but you could also put limitations on it like your avr gives you that ability and then it falls asleep for a week 
I mean, you could consider the AVR that shows you how yeah, you're going to die. That that it's, that's electrum. Like, it's yeah, close yeah, enough like, to... It's you know. it's playing with yeah. fortune. Like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I said ATM specifically. I'm, I'm, okay. Well, yeah. we don't know what pure ATM does, really. Foiled by the retcon once again. Ooh. Just saying. I would... I will say, audio listeners are not able to see, but I have been joined by co-host Dela. She's yeah. chilling on my shoulder. So. I wonder if you can get her to purr in the microphone for the audience. Uh, like, it doesn't work on this microphone. Oh, right. Oh, it's sure. hard to hear. It works on the headset microphone yeah. that I'm not allowed to use on Shardcast because <laughs> that's right. the quality is too bad. It is. According it is. To Eric. That's, that's, a true, that's a true statement. But it captures kitty purrs real good. Uh, it's very so. loud. Yes, can confirm. <laughs> Very loud, yes. Cool. I like that. Questioner asks, is there a reason the Night Brigade is following Nomad or can seem to follow him, but can't seem to follow Hoyd? Brandon. Yes. They have a way of tracking who, once they find someone, they can find the chain to the next person, able to go from Hoyd through the chain to get to Nomad, and they're trying to find where it went after that. So it's like, they already found Hoyd. They don't care about Hoyd anymore. That's crazy. Which, given the description Sigzil gave for how that works, which is like, take your soul and fashion it into a spike that points at the next person. Interesting. I, I guess Hoyd just, like, got better. <laughs> I mean, if anyone was going to get better, it yeah. would be Hoyd. Yeah, he's, he's, like, super immortal. Or he just straight up told them who to go after. I will say this swab... Good evidence, I would say, that Sigzil didn't, didn't give the Dawn Shard back to Hoyd, which is what or I always he did it after they tracked oh, yeah. down Hoyd. Yeah, it has to be that, right? Because he says, like, if they catch me, they'll be after you. So what, yeah, else, like, what I, else does that I, mean? Okay, we've been over this in some episodes. Yeah, I have, disagree. I disagree. I don't think he gave it back to Hoyd. I think... He gave it to someone else. I think there's textual evidence for that. And I know that's unpopular opinion, but <laughs> I, yeah, I think it went back to Hoyt. I always thought it went back to Hoyt, which well. I could see this as like the hide and seek strat of you put the thing in the place that the people just looked at so sure. that they won't okay. go back yeah. and look at it again. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sort of a vibe. Wow. We're just getting all the Hoyt things today. Like, Apparently, Hoyd, a popular subject in... That's that's shocking to me. That's never happened before. No, not once. Hoyd's really dated a lot of people, though. He dated uh, that singer that fused, you know? <laughs> uh, no, we don't know that they've dated. They've danced they've danced. Together. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. On Roshar, that means they dated. <laughs> I, like the, I like this headcanon. Yeah, Hoyd's just uh, Hoyd's, is, Hoyd's a slut, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more Hoyd, mm-hmm. Alex. So, questioner asks if Hoyd took Larosium in Mistborn's secret history, does that mean his hemallergic spikes are ferrochemical? Um, and Brandon asks, what hemallergic spikes? <laughs> the questioner said, Hoyd and his magic systems, he had hemallergic spikes, and Brandon says, he does hold some they may not be in him does that make sense Hoyt has hemallergic spikes carried with him because the people who ask me if Hoyt has hemallergic spikes didn't say which one he does not necessarily have them spiking him he actually has like a little bandolier type thing 
Hoyt's got one of those with a bunch of spikes. He was going to use them in one of the books, but it turned out to not be necessary. So I didn't put it in. What? (laughs) Which like this like tracks with previous wobs, where it's like, Brandon has said Hoyt is unlikely to want to like yeah, yeah. open himself to, up to influence that would happen if he had a spike. It's just wild to me that there was a book where he was gonna potentially use them and ended up like, what is this? It, it has the vibe of like the last resort soul stamps. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. I guess this is an in case of emergency stab here. Do hemology and like yeah. I can see. If he's on Skadrial, especially, that's like, okay, I'm friendly with this shard. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Roshar, mm-hmm. that would probably be very bad <laughs> to open your soul to such things. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I guess not well, see, with the contract, but. He can use it with someone else, right? I might, when I read that, I assumed he would he would put the spikes in, not himself. Oh. Oh, yikes. That's Possibly. true. Could also give those to somebody else. Here, let me stab you with this long pointy spike, but you have no cultural knowledge of what I'm about to do. Fear, <laughs> fear, it'll be fear. fine. I'm definitely not murdering you. Be I not mean, afraid. Stab. That's an interesting question, though. Could Hoyd place an, a hemorrhagic oh, spike in something? Wait, that's Ooh. the next question. Don't, Is it actually- not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't, why don't we read All the next right, question? Why don't we do let's, that? let's talk about the next question. Okay. Uh, the next question, uh, very appropriately, has a question about Hoyd, also <laughs> from Questioner. Mm-hmm. If he was previously a Dion shard that prevented him from hurting himself or others, how could he use a hemolurgic spike on himself? <laughs> uh, and Brandon says, we don't know that he has. He was so happy to be like coy with these answers, by the way. <laughs> he's he's mm-hmm. always, Brandon is always happy when he can be coy about things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Brent says, uh, we don't know that he has, but would he be able to? Uh, and Brent says, I think there is a way he could get around that if he needed to. Basically, he has to convince himself that he isn't actually hurting him. It's helping him. Uh, and question says, similar to how he could do damage to cognitive shadows because they're not really. Yes, exactly. That does really remind me a lot of what like Sigzil was doing in Sunlit Man, though, where it's like I'm summoning the blade, but it's like I'm I'm helping, or it's like a tool or something. Like there, there's probably some rationalizations in that same regard that like that makes sense to me. I don't know if he could literally spike another person. That that seems maybe going yeah. a little too far. I think so, because like if you do it successfully, then like, there aren't really any like deleterious effects <laughs> he like, light weaves the spike to make it look friendly it's just like steel spike and i mean like uh, no it's like this face. will legitimately make you more powerful yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. won't be harmed by this he could be like, saving he, them by giving it to them yeah yes yeah. like yes. he definitely could not create a spike yeah that yeah but for sure. putting a spike yes. into somebody mm-hmm. i think he could absolutely yeah. head wave away maybe he got these spikes like Year of Ages time, all the Inquisitors died. Grab some. There yeah. was probably not a lot of hemorrhagey going on after that. Yeah, like that's that's when you got to get them. Well, I was gonna. Well, say, there's also like the weird new spikes created in Lost Metal. Yeah, but yeah, they're working true. progress. Yeah, but it's like he's immortal, so this could be like 200 years in the future. 
yeah, now is like know. unclear when. when yeah, he like had when does now. he have the bandolier type thing? <sighs> what is sort of now? A vibe? Does he have yeah. a bandolier in Yumi? I. <laughs> He's a statue. My, is, is it one of the things pouches. on the coat rack that he is? It's yeah. just like he would I just have like a bandolier, but it's pouches. It's not like I'm imagining like the ammo sort of bandolier. Yeah. There's little like you can see the spikes just in a leather strap sort of a vibe. That would be uh, so funny if I am, the, I am sure we would have noticed spikes if there were spikes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's it's yeah, visible, yeah, yeah. but uh yeah, no, he's got like belts essentially but there's nothing on like the only thing on the belts are like coat hangers like hooks things i mean i don't think it would be obvious to a general observer that he had spikes i think he would try and disguise it a little bit better yeah like he wouldn't wear those he he also described this like as like one of those things you can unroll and it's like a bunch of um pencils that you can roll up for like travel rather than like a belt a bandolier of ammo or of bells if you're a necromancer nice. next question uh, talks about silver and other things uh questioner asks the silver break connection or bonds if silver does have this effect does it get used in the creation of unkeyed metal mines that is the not the scadrian medallions but the oh if you are a gold ferrochemist you can use any like you can use any unkeyed gold metal mine look i'm never mm-hmm. sure if the odd general audience truly is like unsealed versus unkeyed so they could have met okay. the other one though but yeah uh true <laughs> <laughs> metal mines. uh and brent says uh these are good questions Silver, as I have it right now, is not capable of that, which is breaking connections or bonds. What silver's doing is is disrupting. It's more like interference. You know how in white sand people can have these columns of sand. If you swiped silver through that, they would fall, but then they would be able to do it again, which is weird because you can do that with just like flesh in white sand and that still works Mm -hmm. but moving on it's this little nullification for a short time it is very dangerous to things like shades and stuff like that it's more disruptive if you hit a spren with this it would be like hitting them with a shard blade they're gonna come back together they're not dead they're gonna reform eventually and probably won't take too long so it's not severing connection. You're going to need anti-investiture to do really destructive stuff. But you can disrupt with some silver. It's specifically bad for shades for reasons maybe I'll get into someday. Shades are weird for yet another reason, I guess. Okay, sure. Dude, shades, man. <laughs> shades are the weirdest cognitive shadow. I don't yes. understand anything with shades. And you can shoot them from guns. <laughs> Say hello to that broadsheet from Bands, I think. Yeah, Bands or Oh uh, yeah, I think Bands. Yeah, yeah, it's Bands. Yeah, it would be, would have been yeah. Bands. Check that one out. Nacelle Sauvage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a lot to say. Like it was interesting. Like to learn more about silver. Yeah, there. I'm not. But, I'm not sure yeah. the Sandribun thing holds because of established interactions of like when you know when Sandribuns like cross each you're, other and like you're identity. thinking of the sand. The sand can disrupt other sand, but I don't think just anything can disrupt it. I think you can just like slash your hand through that. 
I think they. It's been too we'll long since. We'll find, we'll find out, out in the prose version. We need another white sand to, to answer these key all. questions. <laughs> yeah. Very important. Uh, okay. Just I'll put that out of my brain. Next question from Questioner. Uh, we've seen Renarin do some pretty fantastical things, both in Oathbringer and Rhythm of War. Are Truth Watchers able to use aspects of the progression and Lightweaving Surge to have someone or something become a different version of itself? And Brandon says they can't make that happen, uh, but they can certainly invite. Interesting. I will say I don't remember why, but I and a few other people at the time thought this was kind of a a subtle way of asking if a truth watcher could like help a trans person become their transition their true self yeah essentially mm. i find a lot of what is going on with renard interesting because it's hard to figure out what is just a truth watcher thing and what is part of the like enlightenment mm -hmm. necessarily this little power of his i think is uniquely fascinating to me in the way, like we've seen him use it against a few, not even necessarily against a few people, but like with a few people, you know, like he mm -hmm. hits Adolin with it. Um, he hits Moash with it in a way that like really shuts Moash down, which is kind of cool. And I find myself like constantly wondering what would have happened if like Teravangian had taken his hand and what he would have seen. Mm -hmm. um, That'd be different. But it's all <laughs> Yeah, like the way that Brandon answers is, and I, I don't necessarily want to read too much into like the way it's phrased, but because the questioner just said truth watchers and not enlightened truth watchers and <laughs> Brandon just answered that, I'm like, so is this like a, another? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's also similar to what we've seen Shalon do yeah. with some of her illustrations yeah. that are yeah. like idealized self. Yeah. So there was a little bit of like, maybe this isn't progression and light weaving. Maybe it's just part of the illumination surge. Yeah, spiritual illumination. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they can like actually make the transformation happen and change who that person is. But like, yes, that like, seems so exactly cannot. Yeah. Yes. So, but well, I mean, you you can probably make it happen with some healing, right? If like you are inviting this change, and the other person is going, okay, thumbs up, then you can probably heal, quote unquote, that person to that yeah. version of themselves. Yeah, sure. Depending sure. on like the scope of the change, right? Mm -hmm. What I think Brennan is saying here is a truth watcher cannot force a change yes, onto yes, another yes, person, sure. but like they can like give the opportunity and maybe facilitate it. But like yeah. the other person has complete volition. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of Shalon a lot. Like I can show you this version. You can choose whether you mm -hmm. want to become this person or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but like the truth watcher, they could probably use progression to do some in additional things that are interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. The progression side of it. I think I had not like using that to move a person closer to yeah. the version that you're showing with illumination. Yeah. Like definitely the transitioning is an interesting idea in that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Shalani is really just showing people like, mm -hmm. Essentially, illusions of of who yeah. they could be, right? Yeah, but you can't do anything about like changing them. Yeah, 
pattern does like say something about like oh like she's transforming them because like that transformation is her other surge yeah that like yeah. that like yeah oh you're not soul casting them <laughs> but like it which i always found very unsatisfying because i'm like so like spiritual transformation <laughs> <laughs> sure why not it's yeah well, i think like, he means okay. it in a thematic way is how i've yeah. always uh-huh. read it but it's like it's weird not to pull things back to like everyone's favorite meme character at the stick but i wonder if like <laughs> shalon what like okay. seriously if shalon was able to like envision a like spiritual version of the stick that was more in line with what she wanted would she have an easier time soul casting it like because she had shown it a more compelling yeah reason to like does it work for light weavers in on like more of the inanimate object i I think that's possible like you're convincing the thing to do yeah to change right i i I think you were looking at like shalan like inspiring the stick to be more flammable like i don't that that Mm seems Like no 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 no, no. let me Look let me how paint you a, of a fire you could yeah let me let yeah. me paint you a picture it's like yeah you're a stick world, but like look how useful and powerful you'll be as as this mm. just this powerful change we get so little about like what it actually takes to successfully soul cast you still like there's really just that anything. one yasna bit where we and, see and like not okay even... you you soul cast air like this and you soul cast stone like this and it's like except it happens in a scene where she breaks the rules yeah mm-hmm. she like she's just so cool that she can just make them do whatever she wants and there's, there's a, like some realm stuff going on <sighs> honestly yeah. one of the most annoying things about stormlight is like soul casting is going to be really important it's like actually shalon sucks at it and she's never like okay interesting interesting that, that's i don't know that's an interesting choice. One, one of our soul casters <laughs> sucks and can't do it. The other one of our soul casters is so good. She doesn't care about the rules. And she's yeah. and she's not on screen most of the time. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then there's like Beryl, who's like, well, it helps to have like a grain of, of the, like a piece of the thing that I want to transform the thing into to like show as a sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I, I think I think your thing with stick alex is actually very sense. valid and i think most of the comments now are going to be about stick for sure there we go the, the yeah. subtitle for this video should be serious stick discussion <laughs> the grand apparatus and <laughs> parentheses serious stick discussion and they'll serious be like are those related what <laughs> the, yep, the grand um, apparatus is just a bunch of sticks just together you yeah. know mm-hmm, very common mm-hmm. it, it, actually the treehouse that's like literally any building it's like it's a beaver's <laughs> dam but it's just a planet-sized beaver's yeah. dam of sticks yeah and it it holds back the river of investiture <laughs> yes 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 there you go easy all right so next up we got in yumi and the nightmare painter design mentions being a shard blade and my question is what oaths has hoid swore Brandon will raffle how many of them, but he is doing the Lightweaver thing, which was kind of hard for him, honestly. He had to admit some truths he didn't want to. I love that. 
I just want to know. Yeah. Like that yeah. is that's cool because Hoyt is such a mysterious character yeah. that like deep personal truths are yeah. are so crunchy for him. Yeah, for How sure. How much does he lie to himself about who he really is? Probably a know? lot. Probably a Probably lot. Probably a lot. And like, what a thing for uh, design of like, oh, I thought I was going to bond this like very sweet king who did, he needs to learn that he's not a very good king to like, oh, I'm just bonded the biggest liar in the Cosmere. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Oh, hello, Dalish. We're coming back. Hello. Cool. Baby? That seems pretty good to me. It. There she goes. But, like, I do like that with all of his experience, like, he can't circumvent how yeah. Lightweaver oaths work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He yeah. can't like, just, like, just because, like, something is, like, a juicy secret for, like, other people, like, no, nah, it needs to be, like, a truth. deep in personal truth to him. Yeah. Yep. I like the idea that this is part of why design does not necessarily respect Hoyd because, like, she kind of knows his dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, oh, this idiot. Uh huh. Yep. Just, I oh, mean, yeah, she I wasn't pretty worried about him being a coat rack. It's like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll no, run the noodle better. shop. It's fine. <laughs> I like to imagine that he would, like, tried to circumvent the oaths in some way or, like, I don't know, try mm. to, like, negotiate with her in some mm -hmm. way. And, and design is just like, mm, no, mm -hmm, we're not mm -hmm, doing that. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that Those words are like, not accepted. I can yeah, not accept it. Is tasty enough. <laughs> I, I hope there's an internal meme between those two where design's just like, mm, those words, not accepted. <laughs> and she just says mm -hmm. it all the time. Yeah. Design just keeps a list of things Hoyd thought he could get away with his oath truths <laughs> and like uses yeah. it against him. Yeah. Because like the other thing is that like he can't just like admit it and then immediately bury it again. Otherwise, that would just negate yep. Yep. the whole yeah. ideal. Yep. So it's like, actually not progress. only does he have to admit these deep truths, like he has to like continually them, continually live them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't shove that in a breath. Probably got to keep that one <laughs> in the main hard drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to keep it in your in your C drive. Here. Watch. Theoretically, is making him a better person over time. Hopefully. I mean, I think it's good for Hoyd to be humbled a little bit. And so I mm -hmm. think design's mm -hmm. good for him, you know, yeah. long term. Nothing humbles a man like being turned into a coat rack, you know? <laughs> I mean, that is pretty humbling. You got it. But it's a pretty humbling experience. I, I, I can't get over him being upset at design spoiling stories. <laughs> it is great. Design's the best. Responded a literal just monster. The fundamental <laughs> outrage. It was like, that's not, you don't know. Just no, what are you doing? Design's mm -hmm. the best character in the Cosmere, maybe. That is true. So good. That is true. He's so good. Yep. Unironically my fave. Well, yeah. Moving on to this next question. The questioner asks, like, is there a relationship between Cinder Hearts and what happened to Amaram? Mm. And if so, what is it? Cinder hearts being the corrupted sun hearts that get sure. embedded okay. into the hearts of the, into the chest of the cindered. No, the charred. Is that what they're called? The charred. charred. Okay. Brandon. Uh, yes, there is a relationship. It's just kind of built on some basic fundamental Cosmere principles. This power feeding a little bit on even your own sense of identity and connection and things like this as the power consumes it and kind of starts to turn you into a spren a little bit, is what's happening there. Drawing it in. 
They're very similar mechanisms. It's not that they're related mag- magically, like a lineage of magic sort of way, but on the same fundamental principle. And this is what lets the unmade kind of just take over a person, quickly consume them, and then move on. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Amaram kind of just like turns into a big crystal monster. Yep. It's another one of those interesting Cosmere choices Brandon made. Like does the same thing. He consumes my sorrow, (laughs) holds my sorrow, and consumes it. You're uh Daiji fanboy. Dude, Daigonartis is a diehard Daiji. Is he your <laughs> are, you, are you to Daigonarthus what I am to Badamishram? No. No one is to Eddie's no like you are to Badamishram. No. Okay. Do not I, undercut your love for her. Okay. I've I've always I've always loved Mishram and and Janat. I think they, they've mm-hmm. always been cool. Well, you can't have uh, them. I have Mishram and Alex <laughs> and well, uh, I but, mostly but, have yes. Janat by proxy, though. You know. Yeah, you, you got her in the yeah. time boy. skip and then you didn't I'll get to be with her. <laughs> Just saying. She's cool. I love her. Cool. I don't really have anything to say on this one, though. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of anyway. it's kind of interesting that the unmade are just kind of feeding on your soul and your like memories and your sense of identity and your connection. So like there is a, a spiritual it's a spiritual transformation, but it's also like a spiritual consumption going on. It seems mm-hmm. like it's the it's the soul that is the fuel for this transformation. Uh, which also makes me think a little bit about Don Shards from a mechanical perspective. Hmm. But we don't need to open that can of worms no, here. We don't. Alex, why don't you finish us up for today? All right. With a question from the lovely and wonderful Feather Rider. Moving Who's it that? up from the spoiler stream. Wow. Because yes. Alex was such a trooper going through these hobs with us. This is my reward for yes. being tortured two episodes ago. <laughs> yes. Um, and I asked, did Renarin figure out on his own that Adolin had killed Sedeus? And Brandon <sighs> attempts to be coy and says, yes, but partial Raffo. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> care. You said yes. So <laughs> that's answered my question. And I feel like that I got what I wanted out of that. What does um, partial Raffo even mean there? <laughs> I assume he means he's not going to explain it, but it's fine because I know enough about Renarin to figure it out. <laughs> There's going uh, to be an entire flashback chapter in Renarin's book that is him. <laughs> being um a private eye and solving setting. I mean that's party. possible. That's that's there, possible. Yeah. That's not I, an effective use of his flashbacks. So the the sort of impetus for this question comes from like a very early Oathbringer scene where I believe we're in Adolin's point no, we're in Shalon's point of view. Mm-hmm. And it's Adolin is like in the scene talking about being given the charge to uh, find Sedeus's murderer. Um, I think it's actually once they found the first copycat murder mm-hmm. and yeah, Adolin is sort of like genuinely unsettled because he doesn't know who did this one, but he does know who killed Sedeus. Um, and there's a couple little lines from Shalon where she's like, Renarin's kind of watching she he she always had a sense that he knows a little bit more than he's letting on. And I always took this 
as a sign that Renarin at that point in the story, even though Sidious has only been dead for a few days, like is already aware that Adolin's the murderer. Or at least suspects, um, right? And maybe he's figuring I, out all their stuff yeah, from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there, there's a line of like Renarin like turning and looking at Adolin. Like yeah. during that discovery of the second body. Yeah, if you if you read the scene, there's definitely a connection sort of between I think even pattern hums a little bit when like Adolin's talking about not knowing and and you almost get a sense that like pattern and Renarin are both sort of aware that Adolin is not being fully truthful right now. The only sort of I would say like lingering question in response to this is sort of how he found out. Like the obvious thing would be like he saw it in a vision of yeah. like Adolin confessing or maybe he saw it in advance before it happened that Adolin would kill mm-hmm. Sadeus. Um, I also do kind of like the idea that just like truth watchers are good at figuring out yep. where things are true and where things aren't. They see like, truth. Like see Adolin's yeah. discomfort and be like, what's up with that? You know, or or almost like it would be interesting if during that scene, what's happening with Renarin is he's seeing that Adolin's confusion about the body in the pool is genuine in a way that shows his previous reactions were not like on their own. Renard couldn't detect that those were a lie, but he could see that this reaction to the body was more true and sort of like figure yeah. something yeah. out there. Like it's just, it's good. I love Renard and stuff. Yeah. Going back to you saying tidbits of Renard and info. Yes. Yeah. He's the best and most interesting character in this series. <laughs> Yeah. Going back to you saying like, oh, maybe he saw it ahead of time in a vision. I just, I have the picture in my head now of Renarin seeing the vision of Adolin killing Sadius and like, yeah, nothing needs to change there. And yeah. just like yeah. going about his day. <laughs> seems like, oh, yeah, seems good. good, actually. That, this, this, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> Dad's going Dad's gonna to be Odium's champion. Oh, no. Adolin's going to kill Sadeus. Oh, anyway. yeah. <laughs> unless yeah. unless Renarin saw dark Adolin, the, the standard yeah. Cosmere theory. But... Yeah, we know some of the like secret truths that Renarin pieces together during Oathbringer are actually just from the visions, like finding the gemstone archive, I believe is something he explicitly says came yes. from a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the, yeah, the Adolin stuff. It was never confirmed whether he knew in advance, but I definitely have always suspected that he did. And it's fun to have a confirmation. You can't raffo me, Brandon. Partial I got raffo. what I wanted here. Partial. Don't try to partial raffo me. I, 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 would put my, I would put my money that the partial raffo was because it was a vision that like helped him. So it wasn't like he didn't like put the evidence all together with yeah. no help. Like yeah. he had a vision that gave yeah. him a big clue. And then he saw yes. what Adolin was doing. Yeah, sure. I I definitely do think this is something that whether it was a vision or it was like a truth watchery insight that there was some sort of power involved in yeah. sussing yeah. that out. Yeah. Particularly and, I think because Renarin is like an autistic character who does not have an innate good sense for reading mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So Awesome. Well, we got through slightly more wobs this time and we're Ooh, we, where, we where are, are we? literally page fifteen. Out oh. of 45, so we're doing great from these wild so we're episodes. We're looking at six episodes. Six, six, epi- six episodes <laughs> with that math. Yikes. See you in May for another one. <laughs> but oh, we, we, we might, we'll probably stick an, an episode in between all these wild episodes at some point. But at least, you know, we don't have to think about what we're going to record next. <laughs> Easy. Joshua has to go. 
Uh, but we are going to head on over to Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tien. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game show we sent five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue loud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmic Character. All right, this first one, uh, these are actually both going to be from our priority queue because the regular ones Ben gave me, he gave me one that we already did. So (laughs) I I can't do that one. So you can... Put things in our priority queue. If you're one of our heralds on Patreon for $10 a month, uh, you get your name at the end of a video, which might be a thing you care about, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You can screenshot the end of the video and show it to your Grandma. person you are courting. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll really appreciate that. <laughs> like, look how important I am. Yeah. <laughs> so this first one is from... Lady of Scars. Hey. We know Lady of Scars. We do know, know Lady, Lady of Scars. Scars. And this is different than her other meta ones. That This, this one's different. Mm. So, Oh, is this still a meta one, though? Uh, n- I, no, okay. I would say no. Uh, that's enough of an answer say, right there. I would there. say no. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was going to be. But. Okay. okay. All right. Clue one. Requisite Roshar clue. This character is not a Rosharan. Or sorry, not Rosharan. Not Rosharan. Okay. Iatil. It is not Iatil. Yeah, it, we're immediately getting it. <laughs> <laughs> the non-Rosharans on Roshar. Nice, nice try. Uh, nice try. We know. We know you can't escape Roshar. I'll Lizian. say Steris. I won't Steris. fall for the bait. <sighs> Um, Axendweth, I think is her name. Not it is her name. That is her. Amazing name. Mm-hmm. I could have gone Gary the Fairer Chemist, but I did Good old Gary. Do <laughs> you want to guess Gary, Evgeny? No, I guessed uh, Yatil. Oh, right. Yatil. There's only three mm-hmm. of you now. I was like, I'm, I'm waiting for missed. a fourth person. We've, <laughs> we've lost our Joffa. Clue two. Unlike most characters in the Cosmere, this character's mother is named and alive. <laughs> Unbelievable! Shade. Okay. That's uh, two things. <laughs> I, I feel like we have enough I'm clues to uniquely lie. identify this character. <laughs> um, yeah. William Ann. No, it's not William mm. Ann. It's a good one. Well, it's not Sabruki. Let me tell you that. It's been a long time since I've read that. I'm actually having trouble finding it. Yes. That says so much. Has oh, no. A living mother. Yeah. Presumably in like the book or series where this character appears. And yeah, everyone has not. a living mother with a name at some point in their life. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not on screen, I though. Mean, but like an era, I would say like an era one character... Yeah, I would. I would not yeah. count. Like, would not like. Oh, they're dead by era two. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't count that. Like, like the yeah, story yeah, they yeah. appear. Yeah. Uh is it Max? It's not Max. I like oh, that. No. Axilium. <laughs> I forgot that was canonical. <laughs> there you go. 
I tried very hard to forget that was canonical. <laughs> Steris lives. <laughs> I will I will choose the better child and guess Tindwell. Ooh, no, it's Ooh. not maybe Tindwell. Clue three. Rarely is this character without company, but in parentheses, though they do tend to get nervous around strangers. Oh, you are, you are not a human. Oh, I'm going to have to put all these on screen, Lady of company, But they do... Yeah, this is never going to fit on screen. I know. Um, but they do get nervous around strangers. Yes. Hmm. Renarin. Not Renarin. Not Rasharin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that's no. Rip. Rip. Wasted it. <laughs> you fell into the Rashar trap. I did. Also, Effie's not alive. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> I just had named mother in my head. I mean, like, you, you had one of them, the yep. named mother. Hmm. <laughs> two things is just hard to keep in mind <laughs> these clues are too long they're too yeah. long they're too long and complicated for our, for rp brains <laughs> where are the mothers i know this is this is tough there really aren't that many named moms <laughs> who are alive in the gosmere <laughs> right especially off roshar we have a few yeah. on roshar but not nervous around strangers was it they do tend to get nervous around strangers yes correct alive no it's not gonna work mother's alive yeah i was gonna do nightblood but shashar is dead isn't she (laughs) yeah shashar is very Um, dead i guess though (laughs) um 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 um, I'm I'm buzzed in. You can't beat me. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm still. Thinking, I mean, David's so. not here to steal uh, it. Uh, so, uh, a a, uh, a Dian. Uh, no, it's not them. What? <laughs> well, I'm I'm done. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it definitely took me a me- minute to figure out the Ionic pronunciation. I'm like, what are you talking? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. that's true that's the that's my least favorite part of that work going back to sell <laughs> and elantra things look he gets nervous around strangers he his mother deora is still alive and he's not that's Risharan. True. that is that's that's uh-huh. that's pretty good but you're wrong yeah i'm like if it's an elantra's character i'm just screwed so <laughs> i have to th- think of other guesses because i don't know any of those He's got siblings. I can I can work my way through the entire family there. Mm. Wow, this should not be this difficult. That's why Brandon kills all the moms because it's really difficult. It's just to too guess hard to keep track alive. of. You it's know? too hard to have moms. Yeah. I, okay, I don't know if this fits at all, but since I was thinking of Elantra's character, uh, the girl whose code names are stupid. No. Chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Not shy at all. She swears no. at people in Jindo. It's true. Uh, clue four. This will be super helpful, guys. Great. <laughs> in the first scene, we meet them. This character is visibly upset. Fantastic. Uh, I made a commitment, and I'll stick to it. And guess, uh, uh Dayorn. Nope. I'm so mad that 
it's not Roshar, and so I can't make a a guess of the sibling. I mm-hmm. there are so but, many spread that I had to discard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a moment in which I was going to start guessing Sion's, and I'm like, nope, they're if you can claim that Aeona is their mother, she's also dead. So mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. It's wild to me that I just can't think of any Mistborn Era One characters that have I don't alive I don't. moms. Wow. <laughs> I'm just scouring my brain. I don't think it's gonna be an era one character. Uh, I don't feel like we've got most of the era two characters. Okay. I I'm pretty pretty sure her name starts with a T. It's like Torina or Torena. It's like Shuden's girlfriend. No. It's in not Alain Torino. Torino. Okay. Ooh. But I do think that that is correct. Uh, how about I reread the clues again? Yeah, reread the clues. So for clue us. one, yeah. requisite Roshar clue. This character is not Rosharan. Mm-hmm. Clue two, unlike most characters in the Cosmere, this character's mother is named and alive. Clue three, rarely is this character without company, though they do tend to get nervous around strangers. And clue four, in the scene we first meet them, this character is visibly upset. When was this sent? Oh, is this Charlie? I'll say last September. How about that? Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll cool. tell you this time. Is okay. this Charlie? It's not Charlie. Because I, I if Charlie has a named mom, but some I of them she does. <laughs> no, like <laughs> the Duchess. I don't. Great. I don't think he has a named dad either. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fairy tale. They're not going to be named. Come on. Yeah. 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 No, uh, I asked because there was a part of me who wanted to guess DL. Oh, okay. Ooh, real, real deep cuts from the interlude. Oh no, <laughs> things I haven't read yet. With with like deep like semantic. What does it mean to be from Rashar? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Oof. Rejected. Clue five. I'm so sorry. The first letters. Of each of the previous clues, spell out this character's name. Oh, I oh. can't even actualize this. Um. So wait, wait, wait. Now we have, we should actually try to remember the phrasing. Was it obligatory Roshar clue? Uh, that is know? not correct, Alex. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't help, Eric. Well, I, I, uh, this is hard. I, I think requ- I can requ- I will say Roshar I will say the first one was requisite. Uh-huh. Yes, requisite. Okay. Yeah, it was R. R. And uh, then I fully do not remember <laughs> anything. The second one was the one about. Whoa. Ra- not rarely. The third one was rarely are they without company. Uh, so we have an R blank R. This, this is very fun because for the audience, they already know. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. The audience yeah. can see on screen. The audience is well. like, oh my God, guys. But it's like, they, they don't see these on screen. They're just going uh-huh. off memory. You like uh, how I wanted to restate all the clues for you? Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm going what to was What was the second one about? Oh, it was the mother, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's yes. true. It's like, unlike most people... Unlike in the yes. Cosmere, mm. but did it start R- with R U R? There's no R U R character, surely. 
are there like the only RU character I can think of is Ruin, whose mother is definitely not alive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her, his muscles mother's a vessel. You don't Runa. know. I'm like, Rowan. but like we don't know that, so like <laughs> yeah, that's true. doesn't count. It's also Rua, but that's three letters. Yeah, true is three letters. True. Yeah, and also you know who is even Rua's mother? It's yeah. Vosharin. Yeah, can can yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah. fourth clue? Yeah, can I, I remember that clue? Nope. Third one was that they are nervous around other people. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like they're often with company, but they're. Wasn't that the second? Oh, yeah. No, the third one was rarely are they are they without company. Yes, mm -hmm. but but they are. We think we think number two is an unlike, unlike yes. many characters in the Cosmere. Was and the third one actually a rarely? Is it is it an R? Yes. Okay. Wait, does does clue five explicitly say the previous four? So are we looking at a four character or a five character the name? The first letters of each of the previous clues spell yeah. out okay, this so character's a name. Okay, so four four letter four, character four name. Letter, yeah. Like Iona, Sky. None of those start with R's. <laughs> not, no, not at all. The fact that we've basically got the name spelled and still can't get it is no. This is this is wild. This, this is fun. This is great. <laughs> do, 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 do you want to give in? Give your pain? No. To Odeon? No. What What was the fourth clue? <sighs> See, I can't read it directly. You know, that's that's no. What part. was it about? It was about them being visibly upset. How about that? The first time. The, the first, first time. time. Yes, it was a T. So, R so R U R T. No. So we must be. No. We must be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not a T on that last one. Uh, wait, maybe it's. It's not like a when we first see the character. It was. <laughs> In, 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 the first in this character's introduction. Is there like a Ruri? R-U-R-I? There is a Ruri. It's <laughs> Aleandre's daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh. I win. Wow. I do think it was a bit of a team effort wow. on the last one, for sure. I got there first. I said it. <laughs> Come on, you gotta share that point. <laughs> Group effort. I was. We oh, collectively defeated Mare's question. <laughs> we got only there took eventually. Ah, oh, good job, Rory. guys. Well done. All right, all right, Mare. All right. Mm. <sighs> I hate it when they have good submissions. Mm. Yeah, that was kind of fun. How well do you it, actually it was, for the yeah. phrasing of the clues? We'll probably have it's to cut very, out. Um, no, just just keep it keep it raw. Yeah, just make yeah. them. Torture the viewers. It's very game changer esque. Yes. It is. It is really. Yes. It is. So this is this is doubly funny for me because like uh, right now what I'm watching in my spare time is a playthrough through like an escape room mm. game, mm -hmm. and literally just earlier today I watched through a segment where the room was like five levels, and in each level you had to find a word. Uh, that would take you to the next level. And on the final level, the way to escape was, do you remember the previous words? Mm. Mm. Yeah, there you go. I 
like it because probably most people can see the Rory and be like, who's that? <laughs> so like, you know, I'd be like, like, I guess yeah. I'll go to the cover mine and check. Which, to be fair, I also did not remember. Alejandro's daughter's oh, yeah, name. Yeah, not, yeah. not even Ale- a little Alejandro's bit. Alejandro's daughter's name. I remember I've read Lost Metal twice. I have not mm-hmm. internalized anything that happens yeah. in oh. that book. Because I think someone is that? coming back for cuddle session number Great. three. Well, do you guys, do you guys want to have some more fun? Well, some more fun. Yeah. Cool. Great. So this next one's by Jester Lavore, who oh, made great. these overlays. And hey, we love it. Also, Delicious yes. Bow is now visible for yes. our video viewers. Oh, I, I love the kitty bow ties. We're, we're big bows. fans of kitty bow. So this one is, is going to be super fun. So clue one. <laughs> this character's profession is listed on the copper mind as thief. Oh no. The you can't trust the copper mind. That's so vague. That's such a weird way to phrase that. Why? Uh, shy. It's not shy. Uh Reen. Ooh, it's not Reen. I like that. That's good. Ooh, spicy. Uh Gox's uncle. It's not Gox's uncle. Clue two. This character's Coppermine Gallery contains 33 total images as of this writing. What? 30. That's main character material. That's like a decent number. It is a decent My number. My beloved Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. Kelsier has, has way more, more than way more. Vin also way more. <laughs> Ah, oh, this is good. I like this. 33, that's... See, I'm not on the cover. I don't know how many images anybody I, got. I did think that I... this would be great to torture you with. And you know, Just a, one last one <laughs> for you, you, Alex. One final bit of torture before yeah. I go. That's so many images. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that many images. Yeah, it's not that many images. Shalash? Not Shalash. I'm like playing the meta of... what. Well, which characters would we even put a prof- like we wouldn't put a profession on a herald that's <laughs> profession <silly>. herald <laughs> <laughs> abilities herald <laughs> thief gamma herald I'll go with the low hanging fruit of left but it is left I feel like congrats it is left go fix that page I, I would have <laughs> figured she had more art yeah yeah. No, she doesn't have that much. Clue three yeah. is this character's copper mine page includes a hyperlink for the Stormfather page. Okay, that's okay. all right. Um, whose doesn't? <laughs> right. <laughs> Clue four is this character's copper mine page needs to be updated with new information from Rhythm of War. It's <laughs> 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 a update thing. And Clue five, which is helpful. The quote for this character's Coppermine page is, someone has to care. Too few people care these days. Yeah, okay. I like that. So they, Jester is a, a bit of a meta one. I tried to make the clues interesting, but also give you something concrete about the character. It's like, a little I bit of a like call that. to action to help us update the Coppermine. Yeah. 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 You too can update the Coppermine without even an Wait, account. Where is this from? Uh, this Thanks. is from May 2023. <laughs> So it's been a while. <laughs> Great. Yeah. yeah. 
Is the tag still on Lyft's page, though? Does it still I, need I checked. updates? Yes. He, there we go. The instructions were about whether that tag was still there. <laughs> so I needed to check. <laughs> Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's 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 fun. That's very fun. good. Uh, it, like the Stormfather one is like that. The Stormfather thought that cultivation or like the Night Watcher mm-hmm. went too far or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like that. That is kind of a clue. All right. Hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on 17char.com for our news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. We have a Discord server that has like tons of people. It's like more it's like, than 17,000. Yes, that's We've true. Broken 17K. Wow. Ooh. And uh, you can support our Patreon for as little as a dollar. We make cool art and you can vote on what art you want. Yep. Uh, and mm-hmm. that doesn't cost $10 a month. That costs $1 a month. Yep. Uh, and you it's can true. check mm-hmm. out our recent After Dark stream, which we mostly just don't put on YouTube because. They're, they're swearing and stuff so mm-hmm. that, that, that's for patrons but it's very cheap and you can look at all our outtakes so go check Some those out spicy cosmere details in the latest one too you'll have to subscribe to see oh, what those yeah. are right, if you want we spilled, oh, we spilled yeah. some beta beans so we that spilled is some true. tea in the that, latest yeah, okay, one let's, let's give them a little tease that is true we did we did tell some stories yes yeah yes. check it out subscribe see you next time I heard I heard that when you say the word subscribe in a YouTube video, it makes the subscribe button like do a little animation. And I've seen oh, really? the what? animation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Subscribe. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if it's the first time. Hey, I don't know if it's the first time you say the word or if it's every time or you know, whatever the thing is. I but know. I what? have seen when I watch a video, like I have seen like an animation around the subscribe button play at like a random point. So I think what we need to do to test this is I'll count down and we'll all say subscribe at the same time. Okay. I think that'll <laughs> that be good. Surely, yeah, the, the transcription <laughs> service <laughs> will surely pick it up. Yes. That. yes. Three, two, one. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> God, awful. <laughs> Wonderful. All, All right. right. See you next time. I think time. we've done Bye. enough. Bye. 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 Bye.